0: everybody. What's up? Hello. Welcome, guys, to another great episode of Try Spirits, guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm joined again today by uh, producer Jenny. Hello. Hello. And intern Allie. Hello, Allie. Hi. And uh, we have a fun episode today. I am excited because we always love doing a local distillery. Local. And today we are doing Maplewood.
1: You know, Parker, there's only one way I can think of to celebrate a local Chicago brewery. And distillery. And distillery. Mm. It's both. It is, it is both. It is it in is fact is both. both. That's
0: unique about this one. Actually, um, a little more famous for the brewery side, which we're going to get into. Yep. But Ali's right. Um, we're doing a Chicago, and I know it's not the same company, but we are doing a shot on Malort to open this episode.
1: Ayo. Uh, a
0: Chicago staple. Sorry, guys.
2: <sighs> oh, it's so good. It's delicious. I think we all put our glasses down after we took that shot,
1: like, simultaneously. Yeah, it was kind of beautiful. Yeah. We're working well, like a well-oiled machine over here. Well done,
0: everybody. D- delicious. Delicious. Um, but we're talking about Maplewood today. Uh, Jenny and I visited their uh, their tasting room recently.
2: We have a few times. Yeah. Um, over the past few years, but... Um,
0: we, we were back re- recently and we uh, we bought a few bottles.
2: Yep. Yeah. So re- I feel like the first few times we went, it was, they just had the brewery and they had like a couple bottles of things that they were working on. Mm-hmm. Um, now their lineup is very robust.
0: Oh, absolutely! And on we're the gonna,
2: distillery side,
0: we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Mm-hmm. Super fun, and then we're going to have uh, an interview that Jenny is
2: will we'll eventually uh, going,
0: going to do slash happen. did slash <laughs> the timing of this episode release that we're going to uh, we're going to cut oh, into the episode. It's
2: going to be beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, and who was who are you interviewing? For
2: that? Um, his name is Adam. Um, I'll be honest. I, we, I met him at the Distill Illinois ev- event. Mm-hmm. Um, at our local Benny's. Um, that was uh, all Illinois. Distilleries, and I got to taste a bunch of a bunch of stuff from local distilleries and talk to people. Um, his name is Adam. Uh, we will get him on the phone here at some point and make sure we splice that in because we want to get some extra juicy background on the distillery side
0: of this lovely establishment. Um, I'm a fan of the uh, the Fat Pug Milk Stout. I'm also a fan of Mister Shaky.
2: Yeah, the, so hey. they did a. A pr- when milkshake IPAs, I feel like were like really popular all of a sudden they yep. made a bunch of really good ones of those. And then, um, yeah, the fat pug and they also had the, what is it? Morbidly obese pug.
0: Oh yeah. that's so delicious. Yeah. So like, um, that's like
2: the darker, like ha- amazing, like, high alcohol they're, content. Th- so. yeah, they're, they're big,
0: they're big selling when it's son of juice.
2: Yes. That's <laughs> it's a, it's an ma- IPA.
0: Massively, uh very popular, popular IPA. Here yep. In Chicago. Yep.
2: Um, but anyways, um,
0: but yeah, a little, little background on them. We'll get way more from Adam when you talk to him, but, you know, they already had an award-winning brewery when they started Distilling Spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing both those things since 2014. Uh, they distribute in five states now, according to their website, so that's cool. Nice. Getting, getting out there, getting the Starting word out. to spread it out. Um, they have, a, as we said, a wonderful tap room here in Logan Square. You should check it out. It's actually walking distance, almost. It's a hike, but it's, we get there. Yeah, it's a from, little bit
1: of a weird walk from, to from, take, but we can do it.
2: From our
0: studio. Yeah. So
1: that's that's giving you guys a Logan Square, kind here. of an idea of where our studio is. Try not to think too hard into mm-hmm. it, because... We want fans, we don't want stalkers. Yeah. And
0: I can't have any more stalkers. Right? Yeah. I've, My security detail is already at its limit.
1: I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? It starts getting more complicated mm-hmm. once you get over like a, a handful.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they have this feature that I'm very excited about uh, called Barrel Tracker, which they have the details in every single barrel of whiskey on the website and we're going to break into that cause all the whiskey we have here has a, is a barrel, a certain barrel yeah. and they have all this in, intimate details of these, uh, that's very cool. These bottlings. So I'm well, very that excited. Is
1: pretty gar- gosh darn rootin' tootin' cool.
2: I, I like the idea that, um, I mean, there's a lot of distilleries that do this nowadays, I feel like, but not quite to that level where they give mm. you kind of a lot of information on the barrel. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting feature.
0: So, um, let's, uh, Let's take a quick break and then listen to Jenny's interview with Adam from Maplewood.
2: All right, everybody. We have Adam from Maplewood Brewery and Distillery here. Um, Thanks for joining us today, Adam.
3: Yeah, my pleasure.
2: Um, To start out, can you just tell me a little bit about um, your role at Maplewood?
3: Absolutely. Um, Right now I'm a distiller, um, which is to say, you know, I do, a all, all distillation. So I run the still, um, I'm, um, you know, keeping track of all fermentations. Uh, I ferment all the rum, build, build all the rum washes, all the washes that eventually get distilled. So I'm building and keeping track of those, all the canned cocktails, I'm building and canning those, uh, and then all of our liqueurs, I'm building those from scratch, macerating, uh, any of the botanicals or ingredients, filtering and bottling. So there's a, there's a lot involved, um, started off, um, kind of a sales rep in a way, a uh, brand manager really, but kind of, we wore a lot of hats in those days. There was only three of us. Sure. Um, yeah, that happens. Then, you know, then I, I moved on to the brewing side, which was always the goal. I went to school for, um, for brew, for, for, um, fermentation science and and brewing so that was always the goal for me and then the opportunity to move over to to, the distilling side came up and I wanted the new challenge and uh, you know I'd always been interested my specialty kind of became barrels on the beer side and I was uh, running that, that barrel age program working with all these brokers and I just really loved it so you know moving over here was was pretty awesome for me. And, and, um, I was able to kind of take those interests and move them over here and, and kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say this with any ego, yeah. but, um, trying to be more creative on this side. So a lot of yeah. the projects, uh, have, have become a little more creative recently. Um, you know, Ari was, was here doing, uh, the, the whiskey and gins and, you know, um, a, a lot of that, the creativity had kind of gone away because he was just so focused on building these brands that me coming over here, we're able to kind of shoot, shoot him in the arm with a little bit more. And now I think we're kind of doing all these different things and it's pretty awesome.
2: Awesome. That does sound, that sound fun. Out of curiosity, where does one go to school for fermentation sciences?
3: Oh, there's a few places. I went to Siebel, which is actually here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, S-I, uh, um, I think it's S-I-E-B-E-L might be i before e i forget there (laughs) but um siebel that's one of the famous ones and it's here in chicago usc is another really famous one so university of southern california um but i think a lot more schools are offering it now Mm -hmm.
2: um i mean it's good there's so many breweries and distilleries around now like why not go get a degree for that
3: exactly and siebel actually now has a distillation course as well
2: nice that's awesome Mm -hmm. Um, so Maplewood is a pretty well-known brewery here in Chicago. It has been around for, for a number of years now. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's relatively well-known, but what, at what point, you know, how did it happen that Maplewood went from brewery to brewery and distillery?
3: Uh, well, we opened with both licenses. So (laughs) the whole time, you know, we're creating beer and releasing beer and, and everybody uh, knew we were a brewery and, and the beer was catching on and, you know, we started uh, doing some hazy IPAs, and those became really popular, so we were able to get in early on that. Uh, we have some wacky names, and people really caught on to that. So I think um, really, really out of the gate, just catching on, and, and we were so hyper-focused on beer that nobody really knew that we were a distillery. So right. we we weren't really releasing anything outside of our spruce gin, Uh, which came later anyway that came probably in like uh well i'd say three three years after we opened maybe maybe Mm -hmm. maybe two or three years after we opened so anyway yeah we were brewing all this beer and and building the marketing and, and hyper focused on that we were aging whiskey that whole time but not as much as we would have liked um but we were able to kind of release these these small releases of uh, malt whiskeys—that was really Ari's focus, uh, his passion—and uh, you know, we, we, the people who were able to try it really saw that we were doing something good with with these malt whiskeys, something different. We're aging them in in new oak, uh, kind of giving them a, an American expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, long story short, um, I came over to the distillation side from brewing and we had a whole nother person here we were able to get so much more out so we we released another gin we have a barrel aged gin as well these are all all available all the time the the three gins Um, fat pug was the whiskey I mentioned that we try to keep in stock all the time. Now, mm-hmm. uh, we have a, a bunch of different liqueurs, So, so now we're, we, we're able, you know, with more people and more energy that we can put because the beer, we, we kind of have down. So now we could s- take a step back and, and focus on, on distillation. And you know, all these, all these, uh, whiskeys that have been aging now we can actually release them and everything as well.
2: Right. So, um, you've kind of got, if you need to repeat yourself with this question in any way, that's totally fine. Um, but mm. can you just talk about kind of what spirits you're currently making that are, um, available to the public?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned the fat, fat pug is our, our year round whiskey. That's a malt whiskey. And that is uh, inspired by one of our stouts Our our first recipe. Really. It's a oatmeal milk stout. Mm-hmm. So it's inspired by that. It has some chocolate notes some some really cool roasty notes very unique and like i said that is aged in new american oak so it has a char quality as well that plays so well with those uh malts that i mentioned yep um so that's available year round um we have the gins are always available brewer's gin has hops in it and really really citrus forward spruce gin is more wintry and piney um and then the barrel aged version of that um we have uh I think we have five or six liqueurs, uh, so we're, we're just always doing liqueurs. I, I, I'm really happy and proud of our Fernet, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. Uh, we do a chocolate liqueur that I love, and coffee liqueur is probably our most popular. We do that with the local roaster uh, Hexa. They have a great shop down the street from us as well. We got we uh, got that
2: one in front of us to try later.
3: Oh, awesome. And then um, we do have um, rotating uh, releases with our whiskeys. So right now, if you came into the tap room, you'd be able to buy our bourbons, the high rye and the weeded. Um, the high rye is a limited release. We'll, we'll probably you can check the barrel tracker on that. But there's probably, <laughs> yep. um, I, th- I want to say, two to three more releases of high rye. And then we probably won't do that again until we get a new system if we ever get Mm -hmm. a new system because rye just rye is not we're not made to to make rye in this in this house it's Mm. just uh it's our system is we don't have rakes um we're a single infusion so everything everything that that we have is just not made for us it's very hard so we probably won't be doing that again but the weeded uh the concept the idea with that one um is to make that a year round in about two years
2: yeah, we're very excited for that one. Or at least I am. Everyone else on this podcast podcast hasn't tried it yet, but we're we're gonna get there. Um, very excited about that one.
3: Yeah, that's it's probably my new fat pug's very unique, but the weeded it to me is probably the most. Um, like staying power. I'll go back to that all the time. I like that. 100%. It's going to be barrel strength. It's all of our stuff is single barrel, but this one is the only one that's barrel strength. Mm-hmm. So I like that you can add some water if you want, or yep. if you're, you know, you had a bad day, don't add any water, to, you know?
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Makes sense.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: You mentioned the barrel tracker. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Cause it's right there on the website and anybody can go check it out.
3: Yeah, love the barrel tracker. It's it's literally just a, our internal um, tool for tracking all of our aged spirits. So it uh, has all of our whiskeys on there, uh, the ones that have been released from barrel one um, to our current barrels um, that we just filled two weeks ago. So you can check to see what we're doing, what we've done. Um, you could see most of it's whiskey, but you can see things that that we haven't released. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few rums on there. Um, some experimental stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of it, anything super funky on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything we do, it, I'll, it's I'll dig through it and
2: find it. I'll dig through and find the <laughs> weird stuff,
3: <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. So we just always like it, it appreciated just that open book mentality, you know, mm-hmm. of, um, if we were looking at a, if when we were consumers, we're still consumers, but when we were really super fans of these, of these whiskeys, uh, or even beers, barrel aged beers, love the fact that, that these suppliers, these can, these, um, you know, brewers distilleries were putting this stuff on the website and all the information that's available is amazing The proof mm-hmm. or like the gra- the gravity that it starts at all this stuff. So you can kind of, start getting yourself excited about it. Or if you had a bottle and you're like, man, all, like I said, all of our stuff, single barrel. Yep. So you can be like, that was amazing. I'd love to see, you know, any information on that or Yep. whatever the case may be. So we just wanted to make that available for everybody. So it's, it's really simple because it's just what we use. We just, we just make it live on our website, which, you know, I think is cool as a consumer.
2: Yeah, I like it. Well, thank you so much for your time, Adam. Um, yeah. I hope you uh, will share the episode with you when we get it out here. Um, and uh, oh, hopefully yeah. we'll see you soon in the, in the distillery.
3: Thanks for having me. I really do appreciate that.
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: And that was Jenny's interview with Adam from Maplewood. Uh, it was incredible.
1: What a guy.
0: Just so, so happy he could join us for a... Uh, that interview and give us his insight into the, the distillery and the brewery and all the all the fun stuff there. So thank you so much for the participation. Hopefully, uh, maybe would shares it to a thousand people. To yeah, exactly. Please do, please do, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> but uh <laughs> now let's the the really fun part of the podcast. Let's taste some stuff. Heck so yeah! We bought a few of these things at the distillery, and then Jenny made a sub trip back for a couple of other things. But first up, we've got their brewer's gin, uh, which is gin in, 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 they this is. Interesting because it's finished with an infusion of mosaic and citra whole cone hops, so there
1: none of those words other than infusion and hops made sense to me.
0: So, being being a brewery as well, I know they, that they deal with a lot of hops. So they, uh, they I'm in, still with you, they integrate some of that some of that process into their
1: um, spirits. Hence the brewers,
0: yeah, gin. That, exactly. We're so, getting
1: that that little brew reaction so in on the gin. They
0: have a little note here. Uh, taking inspiration from our award-winning brewery, we finished this gin with an infusion of these hops. Uh, very cool. But let's uh, let's see what you think about it, though, guys.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what I think. Smells like gin. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Floral. Botanical. I got eucalyptus. Oh, yeah. Honestly, kind of like a really lovely spa diffuser.
2: Oh, Yeah. No, but this, this nose is like, I feel like it's like, um, leaves like after it rained. Okay. <laughs> Does that, all right. Is, I, you're setting the scene. It's,
0: it's got the real potpourri vibes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little, I'm getting a
2: little potpourri. A little bit I'm definitely citrus. getting a little bit of citrus, but I am picturing green be, partially maybe because the bottle has green on it, but yeah. I, green. I definitely, um,
1: I'm loving the nose. This is just giving me, I I know you guys just both tried it. I'm trying to conceptualize what this nose would taste like. And I'm, I'm going to bring myself there right now. Okay. I know you can do it, man.
0: So this comes in at 95 proof.
1: Oh, it is a little high. So good though. Wow. That's delicious.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It is not cloying, which is sometimes my, when things are like super potpourri gins, Mm -hmm. it is my fear.
2: Yeah, I feel like this one. So I feel like it has some more of those botanical notes that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. I feel like that eucalyptus is there. I feel like yep. I still am sticking to my like rainwater leaf note. Like, I don't know. I see a koala bear over there, maybe it, munching on some bamboo. Yeah, when you're in the... I don't know. It just that's what I picture. That's what I see in my eyes. Right,
0: they have a note here on the site <laughs> in which I tell you what you're going to be like. Yep, it's <laughs> a juicy orange. Oh, like, like you you're taking a bite out of an orange slice, if you're just like sucking the juice out of well, it. Well,
1: and it also like explodes mm-hmm. a little bit in your mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys no. have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> you knew what I was going for there, Parker. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but when you're least expecting it to. No, of course.
2: <laughs> no, they're definitely, that was the other thing that was kind of with alongside of all of the botanical stuff is I feel like uh, citrus, like there's, it's, yep. those are the yep. two things that I kind mm-hmm. of that pop out at me, but my God, this is delicious. Yeah, oh, is it's so good. Absolutely delightful.
0: I would love this in a cocktail.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: A martini, just a, just a martini.
2: I just want like a tiny splash of um, vermouth in this, mm-hmm. lemon,
1: lemon peel. I want it over ice, a little dash of club soda just for effervescence. And then yeah, like a, a peel of lemon yeah. on top. And I think that would be yeah. delicioso. Yes.
0: Very cool gin though. Very
1: cool. Yeah, I'm loving that. Ten out of ten. Will drink again.
0: Now this next bottle I have tried before. Um, I don't know if you guys have uh, any experience with the spruce gin.
2: Well, I, I tried it with you when we were at the distillery together. Yeah,
1: I've, I haven't tried it yet.
2: <laughs> so I've,
0: I've tried it a few times.
1: Oh, in, okay. In my life. I tried. It th- I only tried it the one spruce time. Spruce does been a make while me now. think Christmas. So now I'm yeah. i curious.
0: I, I, I mean, you're gonna. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything here. It's it's pretty Christmas-y. spruce forward. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's called spruce gin for a reason,
2: but okay. it's like, so it's kind of like, instead of it being like, so what I'm expecting, I know I tasted this before, but it's been a while. Um, what I'm expecting is for it to be, um, leave him alone. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> uh, what I'm expecting it to be is like, um, instead of it being floral, it's more like pine. Yeah. You know, like so, that kind of. So, but pie.
1: without putting a, a nose in here, without getting a sip of it, without anything, mm-hmm. I hear spruce and gin, and I'm thinking like a Christmas cocktail that's got like whole cranberries that you froze and then sugared, and then also like a little sprig of rosemary. Mm, Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. it's just giving that vibe. I have not even.
0: I I would I would like it just a a hint of apple cider liqueur in there too, if I could do that. But I I was kind of
2: thinking of a. um, So we've we've on this podcast discussed how spiced rum doesn't really have like there's not a lot of good ones. Yeah. But we have found a few good ones recently and I think that like mixing those, like, those together spice a little bit. Yeah. with the spruce might be interesting.
1: All right. Now let me put my nose in here and just be proven wrong by everything I think.
0: <laughs> Looking at O's reaction.
1: I've been proven right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it smells like a pine tree. <laughs> Yeah. not complaining. No, not in a bad way at all.
2: I
0: it's... had a big I had a big pine tree in my front yard growing up that we used to climb all the time.
1: Oh, so Nostalgia is the name of the game.
0: Yeah, and it does uh it does smell like that a little bit. Could get a little sappy though.
1: It's
2: definitely just <laughs> I was about to say. I'm I'm that's what I was actually thinking about. I was just like I'm just thinking about having sap on my on my clothes and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um honestly though, it's I've never tasted anything like this before or smelled anything like mm-hmm. this before. So like it's just different and
1: i like it it's well, just giving festive to I, me
0: i will say those florida pine trees hit different just saying
1: just saying nothing like a good old <laughs> florida pine
0: mm-hmm. apparently
1: I, ice cream girls hit different too i don't I
2: know mean, that's
0: accurate i have a lot of experience with both those things and that is very accurate
1: i don't know what the second one is mm-hmm. what ice cream girls
2: uh, oh did you miss savannah uh, who used uh, to be an ice
0: cream girl
1: uh I, he,
2: was yeah, 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 he, I was here for that. Yeah, I was <laughs> here for that. Yeah, his his ex-girlfriend worked at an ice cream shop. I got some citrus on this again, but I also
0: get less pine on the palate than I mean, yeah.
2: yeah, I feel like I got more more of that orange on the mm-hmm. palate than I got
1: um I think that is on the nose. pleasantly surprising to me. I was a tiny bit worried I was going to find the the pine overpowering. Because it is such a strong,
0: it's nose. it's incredibly subtle on the palate. It's yeah. got a, kind of like the first gin, a little bit of juiciness to it. Oh yeah, which I kind of dig.
2: I, I feel like the, the more that
0: it,
1: the more that it like oh, it'd be great oh. in Negroni. Yeah, write that down.
0: Write that down for the cocktail app. Totally writing it down. I like you pointing. I see you writing it down. I like you pointing at Jenny like you don't work for her on this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One second. Somebody give me a pen. I got to write this down. (laughs) Negroni. Mm Oh my God. With pine gin. All right. It's hard books. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, (laughs) No, but like the the notes are subtle on the palate. It's like, I mean, obviously, like you don't really want what you're drinking or eating or anything to like taste like a tree. So like, you know, they kind of got some of those notes out of Well, there. Maybe
0: you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't grow up with a pine tree in your front yard. <laughs> a delicious you pine tree. You don't train. even know
2: that.
1: <laughs> well, anyways,
2: um, that was, deli- that was also delicious. I feel like there's a lot of really good stuff that you could do with that yeah, particular Ma- gin.
1: Maplewood two for two right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Giving us the good, good. Three of uh, That first room comes in at do, 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 do also 95 proof. So, It's a little more high, a little more octane, which I kind of dig for cocktailing.
2: Honestly, both of those
0: were so good. Like I would love to Yeah, boozy fucking martini. Let's go. My favorite kind. Come on,
2: guys. Let's get after it. Honestly, the spruce gin. I know we were talking about doing like more elaborate cocktails with it, but you could do a martini with that with rosemary. I would. I would also really appreciate that. I think that would be really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So next up, I'm actually really excited about this one. We didn't try this at the I would distillery. I was going to say, yeah,
2: this is the one we haven't tried yet. Mm-hmm. This is a little, a little short boy bottle.
0: Yeah, they, they sold it in half bottles, which is perfect for we, our purposes. We love half bottles. They save us some money. Everybody,
2: everybody sells shit in half bottles. We will buy it Honestly, all.
0: S- sell it in 100 milliliter. <laughs> <laughs> so I can buy all of your things and we can try them on our podcast. Uh,
2: one distillery that does that very well, they do a lot of that is Journeymen. Yeah, yeah they that do was a good, great. They do a really good job with that. Or, they have a lot of options.
0: Or just Send Us your stuff <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> give us a good <laughs> mm-hmm. good old
1: Holorinski. ski
2: like mm-hmm. if you guys
0: just send us a bunch of samples of your stuff if we'll you do a like, episode on
2: it yeah if you could just like bring it over to the podcast studio if you're local to chicago that is
0: like our our good friends at party can did um although the guy from party can doesn't work there anymore he now works f- uh for somewhere local
1: well why don't you hit him up because our guy hooked it up last time it was pretty cool. A, a few times in
2: our, like right here in our neighborhood in Logan Square, I've seen Party Can, uh, advertisements, like, no trucks.
1: Oh, trucks. Uh, yeah. I was going like, to say, I've definitely seen the advertisements.
2: Yeah. No, they're like, uh, they're clearly doing something. They're making stuff happen, but I mean, it's a party low. in a can. Who wouldn't want? It's good shit, man.
0: Good hey, good hey, shit. listen for summer parties. Those things are great.
2: Yeah. Um, especially, pool, like- especially pool parties seeing as they float once you open them.
1: All right, moving on. All right, moving on, moving on.
0: So, Fat Pug American Single Malt Whiskey. And this is a single barrel, which is super cool. Fucking super cool.
1: So, I know you guys mentioned this, that Fat Pug was also a beer?
2: Yes. That is one, okay, of, that is one cool. of their
0: main mainstay beers. It's an oatmeal stout. So, it's inspired by the grain bill of their Fat Pug oatmeal stout.
2: Oatmeal uh, milk stout.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it uh, comes in at 89 proof. This actually... Uh, Got a gold medal at San
2: Francisco. Mm -hmm. What What?
0: actually that spruce tree got a spruce spruce? Easy for me to say spruce gin. Jesus Christ, spruce gin got a silver medal at San Francisco.
2: Yeah,
0: I Uh, believe it. This fat pie got a gold medal. Um, Diggity dang, um, diggity dang. The grain bill. (laughs) I've
1: been (laughs) saying that a lot today. I don't know why. Uh, It's, It's a new addition to the repertoire. Yeah,
0: just for people who are interested, the grain bill on this is pale malt, dark crystal, dark Munich. Chocolate malt and roasted malt.
1: Hey, we're going to go to Munich.
0: Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. But the really oh, cool thing this is... This nose is
1: wonderful.
2: On
0: this, I get to check out the barrel tracker Ooh. and give you even more detailed information as you guys are nosing that.
1: What
0: is this? So, what uh, is that? I uh,
1: love it. What is it?
2: Chocolate. Oh, oh my it's, gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, it's, it's definitely a cho- chocolate, but chocolate, but it's something else. Chocolate, vanilla, swirl, frozen, or like... <gasps> the. Stop stealing ice my cream tasting notes. Ice cream girls. I started that one.
1: Ice cream girls.
0: They they hit different.
2: Yeah, no, but it's it's the soft serve vanilla, yep, vanilla chocolate, chocolate swirl, swirl ice cream cone, and you get the ice cream cone on the nose too.
1: Oh yes. I don't. There's something else too, though. though. No, there's something else too. I there's, get like,
0: and maybe it's because of the earlier thing. No, there's a lot going on here. I get here. a hint of citrus. Just like a hint.
1: Oh no, there's orange in there. There's I got orange it in there for sure. Well, and um, have you guys ever had a Terry? Have you guys ever had a Terry's chocolate orange? Uh, yes, yeah, 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 I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting that. Yeah.
0: It kind of reminds me of that dessert we got in uh, Montana. Oh, in
2: Montana, where, yeah. Where, where the brulee. They, burlade, uh, they uh,
0: hauled out an orange, yeah. filled it with dark chocolate, put ice cream in it, lit it on fire. And it was amazing. Um, sounds
1: freaking um, great.
0: <laughs> kind of reminds me of this whiskey. So this is barrel um, number 82. Okay. Tell you, me more. So on their barrel track, every barrel's got its own thing here. So this was, the barrel was filled on uh, May 3rd of 2021, um, it was bottled May 3rd, 2023, so exactly two years old, which that's been becoming the standard with American single malt is two years, which with scotch, it's three years. Okay. But typically, we, you know, we're, we're running a little hotter over here in America with the barrels.
1: It's it's a little roasty toasty over here. Maybe not in Illinois, though.
0: Yeah. Fill, the fill proof on this, let's see here, 82 proof. Fill proof was 109.8. The X proof is 116.8. So they did lo- like proof this down a bit from uh, when I came out of the barrel.
1: Yeah, this is the and the, the ba- lowest proof we've had so far at 89. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and this was a, uh, they tell you the barrel mill, it was the Cooper just barrel mill, a light charred barrel, and it was in a 15 liter barrel. So that's so a smaller barrel. So two years goes a longer way in that smaller barrel. Anyway, I, I just think it's really cool. They have all this information.
2: Yeah, I love that. That's very cool. Everybody check out the barrel tracker on Maplewood's website. Yeah,
0: super cool. Anyway, what are you guys getting on the palate on this guy? Stout. <laughs>
2: like, I mean, a lot of the notes that we were talking about before, I think, but I feel like. Oh, yeah. It's just like notes of a stout.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, mm. That tastes like dessert. It is
1: dessert. Yep. But it, it, I mean, it, it still is in whiskey. A, no, in a good way. But yeah. it like coats the mouth mm-hmm. in the way that a stout does.
2: Oh, yeah. It's so good, though. I love it. That is
0: rich. I love, they have a note yeah. on the back of the bottle like the, here. The,
2: the note that I get the most. I feel like the more that this, like, I don't want to sip it for a minute because I want to let, no, it I love it. Can, it it's can, it it's moving around
1: my tongue right now. That chocolate is just mm-hmm. it's oh. like as if you took a piece of chocolate, set it on your tongue and let it just melt. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, just let it. Oh.
0: You, uh, I'm going to read this on the back of this bottle here. Please do. I'm going to skip the first part. You'd swear we added chocolate to this one.
1: Yeah, I but,
0: would swear. But the deep flavor comes entirely from the marriage of the specially malted barley and barrel. So.
1: Why'd I you get a half to. of this one, guys? Because we
2: hadn't tasted it. We didn't know. This is Damn. The first time. Um, Nobody told that me. That being said, it would be really interesting. Um, people who in, in Chicago or who have access to Maplewood products should should get the Fat Pug um, beer and this. And oh, and do a, and side do a little side. side by side. Yeah. Well,
0: originally, uh, for this episode, I was going to do a few of the beers, but then, yeah. then Jenny came into more.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I found more
2: Maplewood whiskey. Yeah,
0: totally. okay, um, that's enough stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, if you were the kind of person who enjoys a boozy milkshake, mm. this I, I used to be. <laughs> It's done us wrong before, Bracker. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's been, uh, I won't a bad mention
1: run when or where, from, from but. From a local
0: establishment that's done me wrong.
1: But what, what I can tell you is if that's something that you enjoy, I mean, this even in a vanilla. I mean, of course, oh, put po- it in a chocolate, but like pour- put nope. it in a vanilla, nope. it's going to be. Pour
2: it over vanilla ice cream. It's
0: yeah. It's like you guys forgot about mint. It was you want this with mint? Absolutely. I would never. No. Chocolate mint. I oh my think God. vanilla. I amazing. think vanilla
1: with this because I think it would make.
0: It'd be great with vanilla too. It would
1: make the whiskey shine. What
0: if you, you know poured this would, into a root beer float? That, that would, would be delicious. That
2: would
1: be fucking good is um, what would happen.
2: Another one. I This is a Cincinnati shout out, but Grater's Blackberry Chip ice
0: cream. That would be good with this. Actually.
2: With this would be when so good. When you go to Cincy, good. can you bring me back some of that? I want to try it. Uh, you can get it here.
0: Yeah, they sell it locally.
2: What? I got you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, can't wait. <laughs> that is a good a good ice cream flavor.
2: Yes, it is. Um, but a lot of their flavors, but I think that that particular one would be really good with with that. Because I think the black
1: raspberry with the chocolate would stand yeah. up with the, the bourbon
2: really beautifully. I think it would be awesome.
0: But, I'll
1: tell you what, it's really sad for me that we're going to have to move on from this. Because this is really good. This should yeah. have been last. It's dessert.
0: Uh, no, no, it's, no. Wait till does, we have actual dessert. And that's the coffee liqueur.
2: No, but Get that, excited. that is... Really good job, Maplewood.
1: Like that's awesome. Maplewood <laughs> that's killer. So you literally
2: <laughs> killed it. I totally understand the
1: San Francisco gold medal on that <laughs> Somebody, one. somebody, call up the cops. There has yeah. been a murder. Yeah,
0: that's so good. You know, Ali, I uh, do, I do sort of know the manager of the tasting room at Maplewood. He briefly worked for me during the <laughs> early pandemic. <laughs>
1: so. Um. Yeah. Let's let's chat to him. See see what he's up to. <laughs> uh,
0: super nice guy. But uh, so we've got. Two more whiskeys to get into first, though, before we get into dessert. Uh, First up, I've got the weeded. Jenny loves weeded.
2: That is my thing.
0: The weeded straight bourbon. Now, I have not tried this yet.
2: So this was a bit of a limited release.
0: And this is why we go to um, big events.
2: Yeah, so I went, they had them. I was um,
0: around too, but.
2: Yeah, they had them available to taste at that event. I think Parker's going to have some more information on the barrel for us from that barrel tracker. Uh, But literally, it's like I went to this event, tasted them, and they told me, oh, these are being released in the distillery tomorrow. Come pick a bottle up tomorrow. But there was only like 100 bottles of each of these. So like very, very small releases of these two. So um, I jumped on it. Um, Very glad I did. Good call. Yep. Um, So here we are. Let's taste them.
0: Yeah. So this is um, fermented off grain, which apparently is a unusual way to do it. And age for a minimum of 2 years in a 15 liter barrel. Uh much smaller
2: barrel then, but
0: this, this is yeah, same as the Fat Pug. This is barrel number 78 filled 317 2021. It left the barrel 6 eight twenty-three. So a little over 2 years.
2: So this, 2
0: years and a couple months. And this guy comes in at 115.34 proof.
2: I've got like cherry and vanilla.
1: Vanilla for sure.
2: And on, on vanilla the first thing. And
0: this guy, out. unlike the Fat Pug, they didn't watered this down at all this is the what it came out of the what cafe. it
1: came yeah. out yeah which makes sense because it's a, a much higher proof um chocolate
2: I've got a lot going on on this one it's tickling my nose it's so good
1: it's giving me the little little tingles
0: mm-hmm. I went right into the palate. so that, that does taste like a weeder it does there's a subtlety to it that you get in wheats weeded ones but it's got a nice. Ooh. That's a, that's really nice. It's Holy a very shit. like
2: round flavor. Yeah, there's it's it's rich. Yeah, there's a lot going on. You
0: know who's gonna love this? Actually, is is whiskey written? Jake. He's oh, that's you it. know One who's it.
2: already tried it. Oh, you're like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like that guy. I gave him a side quest. Um, <laughs> while we while the girls were running the running his uh um his live stream, <laughs> it was me me and Allie and uh, Savannah. Uh, I was like, okay, well, you're going to try these over here and I want you to, um, t- let me know what you taste. Like, you know, I'm going to surprise you at the end and tell you who the distiller is. Blah, blah, blah. And he mm. was just like on the side. He obviously didn't guess Maplewood. Um, because yeah. why would he? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't.
0: A... That is really good. Man.
2: I'm telling you, man. Oh. I'm I'm so Sorry. <laughs>
1: I didn't do Allie, that Put on your nervous. phone
2: away in turn. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Be, um,
0: you know, it'd be really cool. I'm putting this on Ali's next review.
2: No! <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be
0: really cool if she lived in the moment while Crazy. we were recording.
1: Um It could have been something important. It wasn't, but it could have been. Yeah.
2: I'm looking through this tasting wheel and I feel like I could say like 12 different things here. Like it's a very complex
0: I definitely get palette. Um, some lighter chocolate notes. It's there. It's present.
2: I like the chocolate. Yeah. And baked goods. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a little, maybe even a little maple syrup.
2: Uh, yeah. I could see that. I could see vanilla. I could see caramel. I could see. <laughs> hey, Jenny, tell me what you couldn't see. I know, right? Coconut. I don't see coconut. No, nah, I don't. Um,
0: marzipan? Where we at?
2: <laughs> marzipan? No. Um,
0: I'm not getting no. much um fruit, Ooh. though. Are you getting any fruit on it?
2: I would say there's a very, very, very light citrus note on this, but it's so subtle. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like berry. Like, I was getting cherry on the nose, but I'm not getting that on the palate.
1: that, like, like that sweetness of it coating the tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's a butterscotch necessarily, maybe caramel. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, yeah, those are, it honestly has a lot of the classic bourbon notes, but all of those are so rich. Like it's very, very rich. Very it's a rich. very rich flavor. I mean, it makes sense with the one fifteen, but also like, holy shit, this is so good. <laughs> like that's
1: all I really want to say.
0: I put a little, uh, drippy drip of, uh, drippy drip on here.
1: We're dripping. TM, 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 TM. And, uh, as everyone knows, that's a, that's a Parker original. Hmm. <laughs>
0: They all do know that. That's right.
1: Everyone knows that.
0: I feel like yeah. you get more. Cho- Everyone's been
1: talking about it. I, I can I can
0: hear many the people I can are just, saying I can
2: just hear the eye roll from Allie right now.
0: Listen, many people are saying. Someday when I'm an intern on Allie's podcast. But I get I feel like you get the chocolate more pronounced when I put a little water in there. I would agree.
2: The chocolate definitely comes
0: out. Mm-hmm. I like this bourbon though.
2: It is so good. I know. I feel like we talked around that a lot and we were all over the place with it, but it's because this thing has so much it's complexity complex, yeah.
1: and, um, it's at, what one fifteen is what we said, mm-hmm. what the proof mm-hmm. was. God, I can't um, wait to listen back and see what Adam has to say about, you know, the journey to get to this.
2: Yeah. Cause I think that he'll have some, he'll definitely have some, uh, insight on that for sure. But ask, this,
0: ask him how much it would cost for us. I mean, he would, maybe you already did at this point in the episode, but, uh. How much would it cost for us to just buy a barrel of this?
2: Right, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's it's um, fifteen liters. I got I got some a few Chai Spirits guys <laughs> investors. What we, um let's 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 broach that conversation.
2: Okay, I'll bring it up. Um hopefully we'll have that answer came to you already and this is deja vu for everybody. Yes. Um,
0: Wouldn't it be be cool (laughs) to have a barrel that fucked? That'd be, that's my dream.
2: I I think you just buried the lead a little bit. So we,
0: so we're going to revisit that. Yeah, I think so too.
2: Definitely revisiting, revisiting, but that's two whiskeys down. I'm so impressed so far for, um,
1: a company coming from a company that was a brewery. Let's all take a second and remember they started as a brewery.
0: Well, this probably got addressed earlier, but I had heard that they originally wanted to do a distillery. Oh, and then, okay. And then it was like they did a brewery. It was massively successful. And then it's. And
1: they're like, fine. I guess we'll we'll guess, distill I guess, now. I guess we'll
2: keep doing this. And then yeah, t- yeah. but then they can d- distill in the background until they're ready, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So but that's, it's all good. Super yeah. cool.
1: God, that was good. Okay.
2: Now, now yeah, Jenny, will you,
0: will you get mad at me if I quit my job, my my actual day job, and opened a distillery?
2: Um, we need more money before we do that.
0: But what if like we had money? If what it? if they
2: came into some money? If we came into some money, I'm down. Okay. But I would like
1: to be like, <laughs> Doug wants to be a part of it too. Yeah.
0: Doug's yeah, he a wants mascot, to be, obviously. He's, he's going
1: to be a distillery dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. By the way,
2: we're going to
0: name one of the spirits after Doug. It's great. So
2: I I do want to interject this story. When I was in Oklahoma City, I was originally not supposed to be able to like spend time in Oklahoma City. I was supposed to kind of like travel outside of the city for work. And um, uh, my coworker who we were trying to meet up at the airport, she got delayed. So I actually had time to go to a distillery in Oklahoma City like in Because, like, where I was going, like, in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, I was not going to be able to go to distillery. Right, of course. And so um, I I go to this place, Woodworks Distilling. um, We're not going to do a full episode on them or anything like that, but they, because they're brand new. Like, they're super, super brand new. Yet. Yes, yet. But they have, um, it's like, this one guy is doing all of the distilling, and he has a dog named Kai, who's like, he's like the Alaska uh, elite. Alita, I forget what the name of the dog is. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I will, will
1: we'll, we'll come up with it. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
2: He's beautiful. And he is such a nice, like friendly dog. And he's just like running up to everybody and like getting scritches and being the cutest dog ever. Um, except for Doug, obviously. And, um, but, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. If you're in Oklahoma city, please go visit them. They're doing very well. They, you know, they're sourcing their bourbon and rye right now, But, like, it's their goal to have those, you know, um, from their own distillate at some point in time. They have some gins and some vodkas, and they have a lot of really good um, cocktails there at the moment. So, you know, they're they're doing good stuff. But anyways, Woodworks Distilling, if you're in Oklahoma City, just a side note, check it out.
0: But uh, next up, we've got the high-rise straight bourbon. Hell yeah. From our friends in Maplewood. Also fermented off grain. Aged for minimum two years, and this one is barrel eighty-five. So I can tell you this we're, was. We're going to the barrel tracker. Mm-hmm, barrel tracker, it was aged slightly more than two years. It was uh, filled five twenty-one, twenty-one, and then exited the barrel six seven twenty-three. So slightly more than two years. Once again, what it knows comes in at one eighteen point six proof. So.
2: So Allie, would you get so like? If you remember on a previous episode, you found mint on a rye. So this is not a rye. It's a high rye bourbon.
1: It's that same sort of like tingling that I get that it's makes a little, me... The effervescence is the right word for it. That, okay. That makes me think
0: mint. One more thing I'd like to note, note about this. It's a medium char on the barrel, not light. So okay. th- different than the previous ones we've
2: tried. Interesting. Okay. So oh, that's car. that's so cool that all I that information get, is on there. Um,
1: So I'm not getting mint in the same way that like when I first get it on the nose, my first thought is mint. But the more I think about it, the more I revisit it. Yep. With rye, it's a common thing to kind of like look for. It's not the first thing I think of. What I first get is like the intenseness of the nose without picking out specific. Yep. Characteristics. But the more I revisit it, the mint is definitely coming through for me.
2: Yeah. It's, it's much more subtle than some of the other ones, uh, other rise that we've had. Um, but there definitely is a little bit of mint on that. It is a very robust nose. Once
1: again. Um, I have a question. You, you mentioned the medium char. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm like getting something different from the nose on this, but medium I
0: medium char hits different.
1: I can't, I can't pinpoint exactly what that is, with a barrel that was a medium char. What would you expect to be the outcome of that?
0: So, a lot of different ways. Basically, the the level of char is how long they were lighting it on fire. For. I,
1: I got that much. Yeah.
0: So you're getting more of that influencing the whiskey. So you're going to get typically like a little more of the look at the flavor wheel here. The the earthy notes.
1: Okay. I can mo- see that
0: more of those like, when, cause it's getting, you know, yeah. more, more tobacco leather, you know, smokiness to it almost, but like not really cause it's bourbon, not, not but,
1: smoky cause it's not, it's not peated.
0: Yeah. But it's like, it's more of like a, uh, a little more of that campfire, a little more like tobacco. Is campfire. A great, a, a great example. Campfire,
1: tobacco. I can understand that.
0: Honestly, even cause I get leather on the nose on this.
1: I get leather as well. Love yep. the leather. And, nose. and I guarantee yep.
0: you that as a result of that extra, that medium char versus the light char. And then a little bit I get the, the rye influence too is a little more that spice, like a leathery spice going on. Yeah. And then a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, let's
2: let's I still this. I also, many leather bound books. I also like the um a little bit of chocolate on this, not
0: Oh, absolutely, not, yeah.
2: Not a ton on the nose,
1: but a little bit. Can mm-hmm. we all agree that a leather bound book is like inherently sexy?
0: That's why I own so many. Hell yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I just needed I needed that. Need
0: at, it. <laughs> at some point many decades from now when I buy a house, buy a home, or I'm going to have a study.
1: Oh, and you're going to have one of those um ladders that like
0: mm-hmm. whoosh, and of course, the book the bookcase. One of the bookcases will open. Will up. open up to it to a, to to a secret, secret room. room. Yeah. yeah, of
2: course. Okay, did you guys taste it yet? Not yet, but I'm going to right now.
0: Where the OG direct, have, director's cut Lord of the Rings is always playing.
2: So I'm looking. I am looking at a tasting wheel right now, and I'm looking at three things that are right next to each other, and I think I have all of them. Go licorice, mint, and herbal tea.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Um, I can see that a lot of aromatic.
1: Mm-hmm. The herbal tea, especially, I'm getting like that.
0: Talk about the palate, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I only just tasted it. Um, yeah, I get more of that on the palate for sure.
1: It's still very like full bodied. It's it's tingly. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of spice in the back end.
1: Yes, I'm getting cloves. Um, not See, on the initial, but in the yeah, in the toward, back, towards yeah, the back. It's yeah.
2: funny, it's like, so the aromatic section of our um, tasting wheel that we look at here is licorice, mint, in order, licorice, mint, herbal tea, clove, black pepper, and I feel like those almost happen in, like, sequence when you're tasting it.
0: Yeah, this is a very, this is, this might be the most aromatic um, that I've had in a long time. It's just, it got, checks all those boxes for the aromatic.
2: Yeah, it's really good. I, um, I get
0: a light hint of milk chocolate still, because of the I love mash the chocolate,
2: love the chocolate, Um Yeah, I don't get a lot of fruit on this one, but still, like, a lot going on on the palate there. Um, I
0: get a little tobacco still, too. Um, Still a little.
2: I think you could totally sip this. I'm doing it right now. I'm curious to
0: think, like, I want to think
2: about, like, other ways to use this one.
0: I'll tell you, oh, my God, I'll tell you exactly what to use this in. Put this in a fucking revolver. One of my favorite drinks.
2: Yeah, that makes sense with the aromatic and earthy notes.
0: Coffee, bourbon, orange bitters. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna try the coffee li- liqueur next. Maybe that's the maybe coffee that's the know. coffee
2: liqueur we're gonna use for it. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: A maple wood revolver.
2: There we go. Pew, pew, pew. Mm.
1: <laughs> the longer I let it sit, the more of that milk chocolate note I get. Yeah. It's. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, I I just think it's interesting. It's definitely something that evolves the longer you let it sit you, you and sit breathe. With it. I'm yeah. gonna put
0: another little drippy drip in uh, Oh
1: um TM. is that because you saw me do a little drippy drop earlier?
0: Uh no I did one in the last pour actually. Mm,
1: I
2: think, like, were, I, I think was, it's gonna be discussed.
1: funny that like at some point in time
2: it's gonna split and it's like one of you is gonna have drippy drop as a TM and one of you is gonna have drippy drip
1: as a TM. Oh well I'm definitely drippy drop because I would also you just said drippy drip so I much. would also like to TM drippity drop. Just in case you were wondering.
0: I don't know if you've ever been thrown out of a second story window.
1: (laughs) You know
2: what? But
0: we can make that happen for you.
1: You'll land on a car. Here's the thing. With a mouthful of cornbread. Would would I care? (laughs) Maybe not. Would Nance and Andy care? Probably. And do you want to disappoint them?
0: I'll make it up to Andy.
1: What what are you going to do with Nance.
0: I'll make it to dance too.
1: <laughs> I don't want to know how you're gonna do that. <laughs> I, I did not like that.
0: <laughs> oh, I love in listen, an hey, Andy. Andy, sh- that's my he guy. Wants,
1: he wants a pappy fifteen, but he was, he doesn't want it that bad. You think he wants it? Throw me out of a second story window, bad?
0: What about a pappy twenty?
1: I mean, don't go that far because
2: <laughs> I don't think I would
1: like the answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do think that the mint on this, um, the longer that it's like coated the, oh, back, yeah. the
1: back of my throat, it's like, okay, do you know, it, okay, and I, this is gonna be so silly, but you know, throat coat tea? I don't. Okay, so there's this tea called throat coat, it tastes like shit, but basically, if you like have a really sore throat, or if mm. you're like coughing, whatever, it does this almost like numbing effect yeah on your throat I
2: know of um it's not a tea but it's a um like a cough drop type style that like but it but it like it does the same sort of thing yeah it numbs yeah that
1: is the sensation I'm getting from this but like way more enjoyable because it didn't suck to drink well there's actual flavor back there (laughs) instead of it being but it is it's like that like tingly it's all the way back in the back of the throat all the way back just like Cardi B said, that yeah. little dangly thing in the back of my throat. Yeah. Feeling it back there. All the way. Yeah. All the
0: way. It's very
1: cool.
0: Honestly, like a drip of water in here, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I already drippity dropped
0: it. I'm just saying, it's very good.
1: Yeah, I would recommend. Yeah, Maplewood, you're, you're doing
0: the thing. And, and they make a bunch of great beer. But uh, no, these, mm. these spirits are great. Honestly, early on. Sorry, Jay. Um, Early on, I liked their uh, their whiskey. The first time I tried it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, these guys made a good whiskey." Because like, usually, newer um, distilleries, it's like it tastes really young. And it's it's really just you know they're they're getting out there doing some stuff, but it's like okay, well maybe in like four years this will be good. I tried their whiskey a couple of years ago and I was like, "Hey, this is actually pretty good right pretty off the bat." Good. Right. And it's really hitting us right now. Now, you contribute to the smaller barrels. I know our guy Sebastian would agree. The small, from, uh, Noco. from NOCO. Uh, that uh, the small barrels make a big difference. and You can really get to that point. If you're doing it right, you can get to that point a lot quicker. And there is something to it. Like, hey, you know, 15 liter barrel. Hey, it's two years. It tastes like it was aged for six or eight years. Right.
2: Yeah, the, I mean, I feel like we have come across um, in our, you know, couple of years of doing this, um, a lot of different methods that, you know, help speed up the process if need be. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, no co distilling was one of those lost spirits distilling had some weird distilling Mm -hmm. practices that helped them, um, kind of speed up their, their process. Um, but you know what science, like whatever Mm -hmm. it is that gets you to get to a good, um,
0: I feel you magnets, magnets, how do they work? I don't know. (laughs) Um, so last we've got, and I promised dessert, just a little treat little treat for everybody. This is their coffee liqueur made from cold brew from a blend of beans selected with the help of the people of Hex Coffee. A wonderful uh, roastery here in town.
2: Um, I can tell you that this smells like coffee. I'll also add that they do have a handful of other liqueurs on the docket. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Pretty solid. Uh, pistachio was one of them. I can um, I can tell cool. you the whole
0: list because I have my. I I too. have
1: something to say just about coffee liqueurs in general, which is mm-hmm. that I love that this is becoming a thing. Um, I remember first getting into espresso martinis, mm-hmm. like the millennial that I am, mm-hmm. and you know you make them with Kalua and they're like just all right. Then you move up to Mister Black. Yeah, that's that's definitely in in fairness.
0: Mr. Black is the benchmark to which everyone else is freaking delicious. And it's not that I haven't tried things in our journey here that haven't been better, but it's like Mr. Black is is the no Mr. Black did it. Mr. Black Mm -hmm. said, Mm -hmm. you know, you can make a coffee cocktail
1: with something that isn't Kahlua.
2: Right. Which is amazing. I do think that a point that needs to be made more often is that like Mr. Black is also not espresso no it's coffee yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so like I I feel like a lot of people are calling their whatever they're making espresso martinis and it's like
1: they're not actually using technically espresso well if I'm making an espresso martini personally I'm making it with espresso and then I'm adding Mr. Black I'm adding I think that's okay yeah um, I, what I'm but doing is, also not an espresso. No, anything. no, no. What
0: I'm doing is I'm asking Drogo to make it for me. <laughs>
1: and that's what honestly, if yeah. you have the option, that's yeah. what you should. What I recommend that to everyone. Doing, yes. Yeah. Get but, on my level game. But, but what I really do love is that when I made that, I made that, had to make that first little leap from Kahlua, which, you know, shouts out to Kahlua. You were out here doing the thing before other people were, mm-hmm. um, huge shouts out to Mr. Black. Mm-hmm. but it's really fun to try new things especially something local to yep. add it to the repertoire
2: we found a handful of really good coffee liqueurs at various smaller distilleries that have been yeah. excellent that stand up Absolutely. right right along there with Mr. Black. And you it know? doesn't
1: always have to be an espresso martini. You can make a coffee cocktail that is not Ma- make an espresso co- martini. Make a cold brew martini, and it's probably still gonna be good.
2: Or it's gonna be good don't as
0: sleep on the revolver. My one of my favorite cocktails. <laughs> All
1: right. Parker? Mm-hmm. When this app is over.
0: We're going out and getting a revolver for me, yes.
1: Absolutely, we are. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. Um, real quick to go back to your point earlier, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Here or whoever made it, uh, here's the liqueurs they do. Chocolate. It was Jenny. Coffee. Bitter orange, which we tried. It's pretty cool. Uh pistachio. And, and th- that's it. Those are the four. Um, I know they do a couple of little things too that aren't on here. Uh the so this coffee liqueur comes in at sixty proof. Let's get into it. There's also a small infusion of cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and light molasses.
1: Smells like coffee.
0: Definitely smells like coffee. Maybe a hint of vanilla there.
1: Oh, that's good. It's like caramely
2: on the the palate. This would be... So, Okay.
0: okay. Yeah, that's great.
2: I am a black coffee drinker. Like, I drink it
1: straight. I know this
2: about you. Um... This I think would be delicious if I was trying to do a boozy coffee, like literally just put it in my black coffee and like call it a day. Like that sounds amazing.
1: Call, you know it, it, call it a work day. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that you're talking about black coffee, but imagine you have your black coffee. Cause I also, I been, mean, cold brew is what, is I, what I'm talking about when okay, I say but that. Let's talk about hot black coffee. Yeah. You good. pour this in there. It would be good in that too. No. Are you ready? I'm ready. A little whipped cream on top. <laughs> like we're not adding milk to the coffee itself, yeah. But we got that hot coffee. We're adding this in there, a
0: little dollop of whipped cream, little
1: cold whipped cream on top. That like juxtaposition. Mm.
0: That, that you can't
1: a, tell me that wouldn't be delicious. It is a
0: coffee drink. What is it called? Because um, I get the cortado all the time, which is milk in that. But there's another one that's just alpana, oh, I think it's called. Where it's oh with it's a hot shot coffee with a of cream.
1: Yeah, cold cream. Yeah. yeah, But that's that's not what I'm talking about, but it's getting close. Yeah. But I Oh,
2: I feel like this could go excellent that. in a lot of coffee cocktails, though. I've got like something there's to a lot of ways to you, ways Jenny.
0: Maybe a revolver.
1: Um I think now that you know, I, I say we, I use the royal we. Um most, mostly the other two people who... I'm, I
0: must have missed you at court last <laughs> month. Um, <laughs>
1: um, now that y'all and myself, by association, own this, I think we will be using it in a lot of delicious coffee cocktails. Do you want me to make a revolver with
2: the... um What, what was it? The... The spruce, no, um, with the fat pug whiskey and the
1: fuck my coffee. Sorry, Angie, I didn't even I didn't even finish it. Mm -hmm. But
2: do you want me to do that for like? Let's take a quick break and do that.
0: Uh, No, because I think we should we should do an episode on coffee liqueur cocktails.
1: Okay, but
0: okay, fine. No, no, we're still gonna drink this. Don't get me don't me wrong. Oh, but.
1: but you guys just won't get to know
0: about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to save Teaser.
1: that. Teaser. <laughs> Teaser but what I, trailer. What, what I do
0: want to do though is talk about what was everyone's favorite.
1: All right. I, I can't imagine we're going to have a different answer.
0: Well, um, who wants to go first?
1: I'll go. Okay. Yeah. The weeded is my favorite.
2: Okay. I, do you have also- a second? Well, I, I can't not shout out the Fat Pug American malt whiskey. That was so fucking cool. It was
1: so good and so cool.
2: And I have a hard time not saying
1: that bottle fucks with the weeded, though. I think you should say it.
0: All right. Allie, what was your favorite?
1: My favorite was the weeded. Okay. I do think it is a bottle that does fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, And also the Fat Pug is freaking delicious and could have held the top spot easily if that weeded hadn't been so fucking good no i know Um, like i almost wanted to say that that bottle fucked too i know it's hard it's hard because it's like i took a sip of that fat pug and i was like oh that's so fucking good i was like that pug fucks yeah but that weeded fucks so much harder
0: well i would my thing is you guys are sleeping on the rye
1: the rye is also
0: very good good i mean i'm not
1: mad at it
0: you're sleeping on it but the weeded does fuck. April, oh, it so does. get that! That bottle fucks.
1: Get that sticker.
0: Mm-hmm. That bottle fucks. Put a sticker on it. I, yeah, the fat pug is great too. But yeah, that weeded, that weeded fucks. That's it's so good. I mean, there's nothing the else to, to be said. All there is to it. Great, Congratulations, Maplewood. Ma- Maplewood, great job. Great spirits from our friends in Maplewood. That was fantastic.
2: Right. Yeah, like, I'm so happy I was able to get those limited ones. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that there's more like that in the future that's less limited well, that I don't have to work as good hard news. about. Let me
0: look at the barrel tracker because I'm going to yeah. later barrels. <laughs> yeah. uh, there is a peated single malt they're doing, Allie. Oof.
1: I do like peated um, shit. You know yeah, that. And, I do.
0: and Andy loves peated shit.
1: Okay. You know who's more important than me is Andy. So let's get some of that for him. Mm-hmm.
0: They have their rye going too. They have a more high rye bourbon. They've got more fat pug.
1: Everybody, seriously, go to Maplewood's website and check out this
2: barrel. They have cracker. something it's so cool. They have if four
0: barrels that are just called special projects. Yeah, it, if is, you
1: are it. even the least bit nerdy about oh, spirits,
0: there, there are three more. Oh my god! Okay, there's three more wheated bourbons. On the horizon this here. Is what
1: I'm saying, if you're even the least bit nerdy about spirits, if you want to know this is what Kuba the, shit, yeah, yeah. Kuba that, that, were bar-
0: that were barreled last year. If
1: you just want to know like what the evolution of your booze is, especially if you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to know what like local distilleries are up to, this is really cool. Like you can follow it from when it gets into a barrel, right? When you can.
0: Which one of these was the okay? So there's also a lot of yeah.
1: distilleries we go to
2: where it's a little bit tough because. Um, they don't always want to disclose what's coming down the pipeline. Cause it's like, well, what if it's shit? You know, like, you know, yeah. there's things that can go wrong. And it's like, that just know, goes
1: to show Maplewood, like in the distillers, they have a lot of, um, well, they have a lot of faith in what in they're
2: their doing. Yeah. But I also think that they're you know, if there was something that went wrong, like it's in the barrel tracker.
0: So, so guys, they have four weeded bourbons coming up in the near future that are, Two of them are 15 liter barrels. Two of them are 30 liter barrels. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they've got some high rise, a bunch of Odie Otter, which is o- Odie, o- O-A-T-Y, O-D, oat. Otter. It's another spirit we haven't tried. A shitload of Fat Pug. Oh, my God. They have so much Fat Pug coming up. I'm, they, so, I'm so excited! They, they barreled a bunch of fat pug last spring.
2: Obviously, I'm well, I, I'm assuming after they won that San Francisco yeah, award, then yeah, then they, like, they were like, "Let's roll this out."
0: <laughs> more weeded coming up too after that. Even that's awesome. Then they have a new single malt. They have a pe- peach smoke. So they, they got oh, all, so, oh cool. so many barrels on the. On I the love there.
2: I love that they're doing all of that. That's so check cool. out the barrel tracker,
0: but also check out our website spiritsguys.com. Links to the merch store. Check out the episodes find us on instagram at try spirits guys um email us your great ideas your praise for me your scorn for john who never shows up anymore uh try spirits guys at gmail.com uh if you have a great different episode you want to hear please let us know we are very open to your feedback anyway guys thanks so much for being with us and uh we'll see you next time here at try spirits (laughs) guys cheers